0: Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast by a Scooby and a newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth.
0: Hellmouth. And here we are, Dave. Episode 11 of Season 2, TED, original air date, December 8th, 1997.
1: And aren't we excited, Michaela? Yeah, we are. Woo! Finally, we get to a good episode. (laughs) I know. Those crappy
0: two episodes before this that we hated so much.
1: Yeah, disasters, I call them. But this one makes up for
0: it all. (laughs) Sure does. So you had a great time watching this.
1: Okay, real talk. I didn't mind a lot of this episode.
0: I don't know why exactly
1: you hated it, and I think it'll be interesting to find out. I'm not sure you'll be able to get me around to actually reviling it.
0: I like to think that I set the bar super low.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it was so low that I got through a passable 45 minutes of television, and I thought, oh, that was fine.
0: I just want to say that it's not just me. Other people also hate this episode.
1: Right. Yeah, it's got a 7.6 on IMDb, I think.
0: Which for an ep- episode of Buffy is real bad.
1: <laughs> Super low. Super low.
0: Yeah. So, yes, it, it, I don't think I'm going to be able to talk you out of your opinion in that case. Mm. Because, well, the whole time I was kind of like, this isn't, maybe this isn't as bad as I was making it sound, but it's still. Yeah, I think
1: that's mostly what it is. It's, it's still just not, not good. as bad. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So this episode starts us off with some Scooby Talk as the Scoobies are all walking over to Buffy's house where they find dun 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 the, the door unlocked.
0: Ooh. You know that it's before a jar. that I, it is a jar, uh, but it's a door. Haha, <laughs> dad jokes. Nah. Before nah. that though, uh pretty sure Buffy says she loves it when things are quiet around here. Because mm-hmm. they just can't stop themselves, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Xander is really the one who does the bad thing. I
0: Hey, but Buffy brings it up, and then Xander kind of goes with it, and then they fully blame Xander. <laughs> I love it when things are quiet around here. Yeah, with Spike and Drusilla out of the way, we've really been riding the mellow. And I am really jinxing the hell out of us by saying that.
1: <laughs> uh. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but it's really the line about at least things can't get any worse, or... Thank goodness things are so nice. Right. That's the line that is always bad. Buffy just (laughs) enjoys a bit of downtime, which isn't tempting fate to the same level.
0: No, no. Xander definitely took it too far. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because that's what he he does. He (laughs) is
1: full of blame here.
0: Right. So the door is ajar, not a door. And Buffy is, Mm. of course, immediately worried about this. Her mom could be in danger. So she rushes in. Wouldn't be the first time. No, it certainly wouldn't be. She rushes in and hears a noise in the kitchen. (laughs) <laughs> what does she find, Dave?
1: Well, it sounds like Buffy's mom's getting attacked, uh. Sounds like she's getting attacked. But in fact, she's just making out with super hot John Ritter.
0: <laughs> is, that, is that what we're going to call him?
1: <laughs> super hot John Ritter, yeah. That's, That's his name. It
0: really rolls off the tongue.
1: John Ritter, our favorite character actor who I don't really recognize much, but apparently is in a lot of things.
0: And definitely is... I suppose famous for his Three's Company days.
1: Mm-hmm. Not his Father Ted
0: days? <laughs> Wait, do you think that a lot of people watched Father Ted days?
1: I'm just figuring he's called Ted in this and he's acting as a surrogate father. So it would make sense that Father Ted was a, the first spin off from Buffy. And then Angel came later.
0: You know, there are a lot of people who are going to have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, really? I would assume. I don't really know
1: what Father Ted is. Is that going to be a problem?
0: Oh, I mean, it's a show.
1: Yeah, I got that far.
0: Yeah, it has somewhat of a following. Generally, okay. if you like the IT crowd, Father Ted is for you. Wait, really? Yeah.
1: I should watch it.
0: I, yeah. Like, what? You, you're referencing it? And...
1: <laughs> no, I had no idea what it's what it's about. Well,
0: now you know. Well, you okay. don't, but this is what I've been told. <laughs>
1: That's my homework. Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Buffy's mom's making out with some rando dude.
0: <laughs> Buffy is so horrified.
1: <laughs> oh man, she is super oh. horrified. <laughs> Joyce is like, oh, didn't think you'd be home this early. <laughs>
0: it's very awkward for everyone. It's, uh, it's it's a good scene.
1: And the nice man introduces himself as Ted.
0: And I just I just want to point out that before this, when they were walking up to the house, Xander asks how angel is doing and pretend that he doesn't actually care about the answer <laughs> yeah. but i think that he's still bitter from the rejection that he suffered at the hands of angel
1: almost certainly uh, yeah
0: and i think that that maybe this might be the end of our fanfic <laughs> but i kind of feel like it had an ending you know yeah yeah
1: we'll see we'll see. i'm not willing to give up on it yet okay that's our cold open yeah, done that's our cold very open. short cold open
0: So we come back, and we're right back in this scene. Uh, Buffy is really not taking this well. She's no not on board.
1: But Ted seems like a great guy. He sells computer software. He talks about computer (laughs) things. Sorry, he talks about computer things. Sorry, that was just a mild aneurysm. I don't even know what brought that on. Um, Yeah, he does a lot of baking. Can I just say, this is the finest pizza ever on God's green earth.
0: (laughs) I actually wrote... I wrote in my notes, they're talking about computers. Dave will love this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's mostly fine. Willow just is super excited about her nine gigabyte hard drive.
0: Even I know that and sounds ridiculous.
1: There, are uh, they're, uh and moving on. He's a nice guy, but Buffy really hates him. And starts, like, speculating about her mom's sex life Ugh. with everyone around. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and you're like, Buffy, don't... Because she's like, how long have you two been uh, seeing each other? Oh, when you were staying late at the art gallery. I guess it wasn't art that was getting inspected or something. And you're like, oh, man, no.
0: Yeah, Buffy doesn't have a lot of boundaries when it comes to the adults in her life.
1: Anyway, Buffy's reaction really takes us into our first segment of the evening. Ooh. Little segment that we, uh, welcome to Hellmouth, like to call Mad About Dads. Tracy You're not my dad. Tracy, don't stand directly, son, I'll make you crazy. You're not my dad. Tracy, you're not going out the house dressed like that. You're not my dad. I'm beginning to think this has something to do with your dad. You're not my dad. You can't
0: tell me what it's about. (laughs) Uh,
1: Can you just remind our listeners what that's about?
0: I mean, I have to assume, because I know already, that it's about something to do with Buffy not wanting to replace her dad. or how many dad figures are in this show? Those are my More of the second okay. one.
1: Yeah. Cuz this is easily number 3.
0: Oh yeah, but by, by far number 3.
1: Yeah. I'm wondering like you can't count Angel in that cuz that's even creepier <laughs> than their already you, creepy relationship is.
0: Why would you bring up Angel in this dad segment?
1: Because he's older than all the rest of her dad's put together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <gasps> okay. Fine. I don't know that that makes him a father figure, though. And isn't that really what we're discussing?
1: We are discussing father figures. She has three, which is a lot for a young girl. One of them's around, Giles. He's great. Ripper. One of them's not around, but she wants him to be around because we'll learn that she wants Joyce and whatever her dad's name is to get back together.
0: Bio-dad? Oh, I should know this. Oh, my God. Keith? No. No, it's Hank, not Keith. Hank. It's Hank? Hank Summers. That's definitely his name.
1: Wow. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then there's uh, Ted, who she is super resisting because she already has enough father figures in her life.
0: Right? She's like, come on, mom. How many dads do I need? <laughs> now, Joyce doesn't really know about Giles per se, <laughs> <laughs> which makes, well, that makes that sound pretty creepy. Yeah. But she doesn't realize that her daughter has this relationship with the librarian because he's also... Surrogate father. Yeah. 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 Because Joyce doesn't know about any of that stuff.
1: Just as one of our fanfics dies, Michaela, another rises anew. Oh, no. Because this episode (laughs) feeds so well into our Joyce's fanfic.
0: (laughs) Does it?
1: Are you kidding? Oh, absolutely it does. (laughs) So this is sort of the first inkling. Because Buffy is so conflicted, she doesn't want another dad figure because she already has one. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, Joyce doesn't know about Giles. But right. once they get together, that's clearly the couple that needs to happen. And I'll keep bringing it up whenever it happens again.
0: I don't doubt it. For a second, Dave.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's mad about dads. Buffy has too many father figures. And this episode is mostly about her. Or no, partly about her, I guess. Just having another one that she really doesn't want.
0: Well, I mean, the whole thing is, is very much the stepfather thing where, yeah, she wants her mom – I mean, like, deep down, she wants her mom to be with her dad. and she, yeah, yeah, she doesn't want this new guy coming in. <laughs> the reasons that she doesn't like him are a lot more reasonable than that, but everyone's kind of playing it off like, oh, Buffy, of course you wouldn't like Ted. He's trying to replace your real dad.
1: Yeah, and I get that that's a valid fear. And this is actually something that I think the episode does fairly well, question mark? It's something where the the line is blurry for me. Because I like that sort of confrontation that the Slayer would have, where it's just like normal, something that is hard to deal with, but can't be solved by punching. Right. And then they go for the like, no, guys, he's actually bad news of the otherworldly variety. And I'm like, oh, that, that seems less interesting to me.
0: It is. And I think that they often, we we complain a lot about them really hitting us over and over in the face with these messages they're trying to send. Mm -hmm. And I think that they did that a lot less in this episode. Yeah. They were more subtle about it, which is good because, yeah, sometimes it was just a little bit too much for us.
1: So we get to see how Buffy's feeling, her true feelings on the matter. (laughs) She goes out on patrol.
0: She finds a nice vampire friend Mm -hmm. who she begins to beat up. And then she continues to beat him up. And then Giles gets tired of how long it's taking her to beat him up and sits down.
1: She beats the crap out of this guy. and It's so nice. It's the good, like, jump cut between her being like, no, everything's fine with Ted. And then just
0: Just (laughs) destroying this hapless vampire. He did not have a chance, this vampire. Oh,
1: fuck no. And then to make it just more explicit, Buffy sits down and vents about how terrible vampires are <laughs> and how they come into your house and kiss your mom and, and make, everything's bad. And
0: says, Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love how quickly the metaphor degrades.
0: It's like within one, two sentences, it's clearly not vampires. And Giles is like, yeah, Buffy, sure. You hate vampires. We get it.
1: She's trying to still make it about vampires, but literally brings up mini pizzas.
0: <laughs> she actually does. Yeah, she for sure does. <gasps> so good. Yeah. Vampires equal Ted was all about all that, that scene needed to tell us. And yeah, she just wants to take her anger out on something she can punch, Dave, because that's how she solves her problems. As we've it seen. kind of is, though. It, no, it definitely is. I, we've brought this up before. When in the, I think in the Inca Mummy Girl one, they even yeah. sort of say, Ugh, Buffy, you solve all your problems <laughs> with violence. I'm not
1: always violent. Yeah, sure.
0: Right. <laughs> Whatever you need to think.
1: <laughs> so Scoobies are having a big debate on how Ted is good or how Ted is bad. Buffy's the only one who's saying that Ted's bad. Right.
0: So off the bat, everyone else is super team Ted. They're like, Buffy, you're overreacting. You know, he makes these great mini pizzas and these delicious (laughs) cookies. Ah, Ted's the best. We love Ted.
1: So I can very much understand that coming from Xander. (laughs) Because, like, that's Xander's line, right? Where he's talking about how great Ted's food is and by association how great a man Ted is.
0: Yeah, no, all he cares about is those (sighs) damn mini pizzas.
1: Yes. God, if I were 16 and someone was making me a ready supply of mini pizzas, that would be the best human.
0: So at this point, Dave, I'm just, I'm going to keep asking you this probably. Mm -hmm. Did you suspect anything about the mini pizzas?
1: No, nothing about the mini pizzas at all. Interesting.
0: I mean, again, I have so little context of like when I didn't know all the information (laughs) that I don't, I honestly don't know how blatant things are.
1: At this point, I thought there was something probably up with Ted for two reasons. One, because Buffy explicitly says so. Right. And we all know that she has vampire senses and other, like, danger senses.
0: She does seem to, although they are still very unclear.
1: Yeah, erratic, I would say. Yeah. And two, because this is a Buffy episode and they're probably not in the second season going to give up the opportunity to have a monster of the week.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And I mean, like, to have a character that the main character hates so much and be like, this guy's going to stick around, that doesn't make any sense.
1: (laughs) No. Oh, no. I definitely knew that he was going to go by the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You just didn't know exactly why. (laughs) No. So Buffy is wearing a skirt that's definitely past her knees. So I think we're like, we're really getting past mini skirts. Yeah. And she has a tank top on, not quite spaghetti straps. She has, like, a lot of rings on. They're not particularly large rings, but the volume of rings has increased.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah. So they're walking through the school. They're talking about Ted. And then guess what, Dave? Ted's at the school.
1: <laughs> For reasons.
0: <laughs> Unclear reasons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's taking the kids out to mini golf, apparently.
0: Right. So that's why he's at the school. He needed to say
1: this to the kids during school hours
0: he's updating their software question mark
1: right yes of course sure but he's a salesperson he's not on the ground Mm. Mm. how did he get past the gate Michaela? remember there's a gate around the
0: school we did see that that one time Uh, (laughs) back when we used to see outdoor shots of the school remember those good times yeah. yeah, good times. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Ted's here. He gives Willow the discs that she wants. She's very excited. Mm-hmm. And then he says, oh, guys, wouldn't you like to come mini golfing? Don't you kids love mini golf? They do. Buffy yes. doesn't. <laughs>
1: B- Fuck Buffy, man. She doesn't know what's good. Xander. <laughs> yeah, Xander's all about mini golf. He's Buffy's into like, it. Oh, we have a thing. He's like, no, that thing can wait.
0: <laughs> mini golf, mini pizzas. Xander loves yeah. mini things. <laughs>
1: Yes, they're they're the best. Right. You say it like Xander's on the unreasonable side. No, no. But yes, take something, add the prefix mini, and yes, I want that.
0: Fine. Good. I'm going to think of something that is not <laughs> not good at being mini, but later, maybe.
1: <laughs> Try. All right. So Ripper has a very cute scene with J-Cow Ugh. that is laden with emotion. Oh,
0: it's so sad. He just... He just wants to see how she's doing and she's like, give me space, dude.
1: I thought this was a really nice arc that's happening in the background. Yeah. Where they can just leave the Igon thing for a little while. Because I think that was like, what, episode eight?
0: Yeah, that was a few episodes now, yeah.
1: Right. So they haven't really gone back to that. No. And now they're coming back. But J. Cal's still in the healing process and needs space apart from Ripper and apart from like danger.
0: Well, yeah, because she had a very harrowing experience, and she's still having nightmares about it, and like she definitely needs more time to be okay, because yeah, it's it's been a bad time that she had, and Giles is kind of at the center of that.
1: Right, and you're like, you know what, this all makes perfect sense. Ripper, you just need to move on. Gotta find yourself a good woman.
0: <laughs> I see. Yeah, I, hear I choices. See what you're trying to do, babe. Okay? <laughs> Jesus,
1: <laughs> Joyce hasn't been dating Ted too long. I'm just saying. And she's nice and age appropriate,
0: uh-huh. Giles. Not everyone has to be age appropriate, Dave.
1: Uh, clearly. Yeah,
0: clearly. But yeah, uh, J-Cow's hair looks a million times better in this scene than it did earlier mm. in this season. So mm-hmm. that's that's been yeah. good for her. <laughs> times times let her hair grow so that's that's good yeah so then we have a weird little scene of buffy and angel just like hanging out at his place i guess
1: i hate this scene so oh, much Oh yeah
0: it's the worst scene oh yeah okay
1: only time we see angel this episode angel, right yeah that's correct because this is Graveyard Running where, like, they need, they were going to pay him anyway, and they just needed to have him in the episode. This
0: is 100% that. Oh, yeah. Because this scene is literally pointless.
1: It's so pointless. Buffy's just bitching about Ted, and then they kiss, and I think Angel's shirtless through a bunch of it. Uh, all of it.
0: I don't know if he's shirtless or not. She's definitely wrapping his hand as if he's gotten into some sort of altercation. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Buffy's bitching about Ted.
1: And then they just kiss, and then the scene's over, right?
0: Like, yeah, well, the only thing I have to say about this scene mm-hmm. is that uh, Buffy makes some comment about Angel being wise. And I'm like, oh, damn, Angel's wisdom must be so high. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, except he's dating a 16 year old girl. So maybe that's yeah. not even true.
1: No, he's like, he's like as wise as a 19 year old Michaela. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's so mature. It's great to be around him.
0: That is what it is. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. Gross. Only gross. Cuz she's 16. Gross, gross, gross. We're right about this. Everyone else who doesn't feel this way should change how they feel.
1: <laughs> or just write us and let us know why we're wrong. Sure.
0: I'm yeah. I'm happy to hear opposing opinions. If you have a good sure argument thing. as to why we're wrong, try try it. I bet you don't. So there. <laughs> is that antagonistic? Yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, try writing out your reasons, and then you'll be like, wait a minute, ah, these aren't very good.
0: (laughs) Yep, and you'll have learned a lesson.
1: So, mini-golf. Woo! We finally get there.
0: Everyone's favorite.
1: Ted is, like, super dad-tastic.
0: Oh, yeah, no, he's dadding it up pretty hard. Does he make a dad joke here?
1: I think so, but this is the second day he's known Buffy? Maybe third. Maybe third. Yeah, let's call it third. And he is dadding it to the extreme, like worried about her grades suddenly, wanting to make sure that he is teaching her the right lessons to go forward in life.
0: Right is right, Dave.
1: Okay, this is getting worse. Because at first I was on board with Ted. Buffy was just acting out unreasonably, which is understandable, but like acting out unreasonably. And I was like, oh, you'll get over it. But now, no, 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 (laughs) I'm off the Ted train.
0: And he also finds a way to... I think twice in this in this uh, mini golf scene, he finds a way to slut shame her about her clothes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely more than once. I think this is the first time when when he starts to like, you know, sort of start to try to father her and he wants to know about her grades, and Buffy's kind of like, Mom, you told about my grades. And Joyce is like really cavalier about it. She's like, he wanted yep. to know. He's interested. Mm-hmm. You're like, Joyce, what are you doing? Why? Right. What are you doing?
1: It all gets so much worse very quickly, though, as Buffy takes out her anchor on a mini golf ball and just, like, fucking clears the thing. (laughs) Like, it's gone.
0: I don't know how she can do sports of any kind. Like, she's too strong. Things are not going to end up well for her.
1: Especially when she's angry. Doesn't work well. So she goes, like, behind the castle to retrieve her ball. And then Ted comes up. And threatens to hit her.
0: Yep. Wants to slap her in the face because she cheated at mini golf.
1: Yep. And then (sighs) you're like, oh, wow. All right. I I was off the Ted train already, but this... Nope.
0: Now you don't want any
1: part of this. You're
0: trying to stop the TED train from even running, right? Yeah.
1: You're trying to yeah, close it I'm down. I'm sabotaging it. Yeah. yeah as yeah. best Ooh, I can.
0: Good sabotaging. Mm-hmm. I was really into Buffy's outfit in this scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, why? Why were you? I know. I know parts of what her outfit were. You
0: know about her sweet leopard print tank top, right?
1: Yeah. I, of course, I know about her leopard print tank top. And you know
0: about her shoes that are super reasonable for mini golfing in?
1: No, I didn't know about those.
0: I mean, they're just, like, they're, like, big chunky heels, so... uh,
1: Why would you go mini-golfing in those? (laughs) It involves a lot of standing or walking. So the leopard print shirt, we know that I'm against leopard print on principle. Mm -hmm. So this did not help.
0: The leopard principle? Anyways.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So her outfit, pretty
0: great, we're saying? Is that where we're landing on this? Ah, I love it. It's an unreasonable thing to wear for mini-golf, and I think that's what Mm -hmm. I like so much about it.
1: So the next morning, we come downstairs to the Summer's house. (laughs) This is where, looking back on things, I really should have noticed it, (laughs) because I guess the house is
0: awash in baked goods. I've got juice, I've got sticky buns. Oh, don't they smell good? Ted made them. People are literally constantly eating things that Ted has made. In this episode, it like, it's non-stop. <laughs> Buffy never eats a single thing he's made, and everyone else is constantly eating it.
1: So part of the reason that Buffy is getting less and less reasonable, you can sort of ascribe to her just not having eaten in a
0: few days. <laughs> right, because all the food is Ted food, and she's like, I ain't eating that shit. Exactly. No way. So she's just,
1: like, subsisting on candy bars at school or something. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly any moodiness and any weakness, which we might see later in the episode, comes a bit more understandable. Yeah. So yeah, Joyce is giving the Buster a hard time for not liking Ted. Because Ted's great!
0: And um, I mean, while she's saying this, it's between bites of cinnamon roll that Ted has made, I think. Yep, correct. Uh, right, so Buffy tells her mom, just straight up tells her that Ted threatened her. And her mom is like, oh, he said no such thing. Honey, Ted told me what happened. It's at this point that you're like, so Joyce has lost her mind. Yeah. She's insane. Like when your child says someone threatened them, you're like, hmm, I better stay away from this person because they're a huge creep.
1: I'm going to counter just saying that we don't know a huge amount about Joyce right now. True. We've seen her scattered throughout the seasons. And we get the picture of a loving but out-of-touch mother.
0: Right. Who
1: is away a lot or occupied with work a lot and just doesn't have that act of an interest. I don't really know what Joyce's relationship is with Buffy, so maybe this isn't like she's gone batshit crazy. Maybe this is just like a, a warning sign that is a terrible thing, but not... You know, not completely out of character. I don't know. You
0: do make a good point that she hasn't really been in the show that much up to here. Mm -hmm. And so, like, in my mind, Joyce is a much better parent than this. And I think that it's hard for her, like, being a single parent and then somehow having to make all of this money... And, yeah, like, she's not going to be around as much, like, given those things and given what her job is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this this definitely struck me as being out of character. But at this point, I don't know that we've seen enough Joyce to really, like, make that call with the information that we yeah. have. And so, yeah, that's it. It's a good point, for sure.
1: It's still a terrible thing. And any reasonable mother would be like, oh, that's super not okay. And would believe Buffy. So we get these hints that all is not right.
0: Right. And I think that a normal Joyce would have taken it seriously.
1: (laughs) Ah, then we get into the hack into his life scene. (laughs) Buffy wants to spill all the beans.
0: I need to talk about what Buffy was wearing in the scene with Joyce before we move Uh on. (sighs) She's got, like, a matching tank top and I don't want to use the word cardigan because it's, like, red see-through lace. (laughs) But both of the things that she's wearing are this same material.
1: I remember this, yes. Yeah,
0: and it's, like, I think it's all pretty see-through, but there's two layers, so then it's less. I don't know. I just. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was amazing.
1: It's a pretty great shirt. I yeah. was
0: really into it.
1: I'm thinking of getting one for myself. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so in the hack into his life scene... Yeah. So Buffy's being like, Willow, you're an expert computer hackstress? And she's like, yeah, of course. So let's hack into his life and find out all of his dirty secrets, because he definitely has those. She's a bit unsure about it, but I just want to say that Buffy's
0: sunglasses
1: (laughs) are ahead of the game. Yeah. Because this is something that came to my hometown probably 2005. Ooh. And I started seeing all of these, I guess it's just like a ladies' fashion thing, all these women walking around looking like insects.
0: Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they
1: have the gigantic sunglasses, <laughs> and it struck me at the time as being ridiculous and something that we would look back on and be like, "That's insane." And yeah, you know what? Previous David was <laughs> was very correct. <laughs> they look crazy, Michaela.
0: They okay. So they're big. i not. Yeah, I'm not denying that. But from a sun protection perspective
1: unparalleled the
0: larger (laughs) your sunglasses are the better you're being protected from the sun
1: (laughs) this is very correct (laughs) and it of course presages the movement of just wearing a welding mask outside right
0: yeah sometimes i think that i should just (laughs) walk around with a parasol
1: oh yeah you should definitely yeah i'm
0: pale as hell that's true yeah but okay so i mean you're not on board that's fine (laughs)
1: No, Xander and Cordy have a great scene.
0: They do. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I know. So, okay, at this point, who are you shipping hardest? Uh, it's a tough Oz call. Oz
1: and Willow, yeah? definitely. I guess yeah. you,
0: you already sort of had the satisfaction of, like, seeing all of this sexual tension between Xander and Cordelia pay off a couple times. Yeah. And like Oz and Willow, it's just been like cute, but you don't really know what's gonna happen.
1: Like Xander and Cordy are a close second, though. They're so they good hate together. Each other. Their chemistry oh is amazing.
0: God. It's so
1: good. <laughs> so yeah, Xander just like compliments Cordy, and she freaks the fuck out on him.
0: Well, first of all, yeah, she's just like, "What are you like? What are you talking about? You're making fun of my outfit." He's like, "No, it's it's nice." And she's like, you can't, "What does that mean? You can't you can't, <laughs> you can't be calling it a nice outfit in front of people you know."
1: <laughs> They're gonna think something's up. And Xander's so unfazed. I love it. And he's just like, Wanna go make out in the utility closet? <laughs> yes.
0: She's like, Sure. Whatever. I guess so. <laughs> like, um.
1: she's bored. Whatever.
0: Yeah. But here's the thing: they're they're doing that thing where, I mean, this is a pretty big school, sure. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, they're talking about this in front of a, a hallway full of students. Students are constantly passing by the camera yeah. as they're talking about how this has to remain a secret. So many students, they're going to go to this utility closet together. Someone's going to see them. They're already <laughs> together. Like, how are they keeping this a secret? I guess. And Cordelia's super popular. Like, Yeah. There will be rumors. Where's Harmony? Where has Harmony gone? We haven't seen her in ages. Have we seen her this season?
1: I don't think so. I don't
0: think we have. She's coming back, don't worry. Okay. She will.
1: Great scene. I really like Xander and Cordy together. <laughs> Me it has too. They have such good chemistry. Oh,
0: they're, they're so good. <sighs> so, right. Uh, Willow is still kind of thinking that Buffy is wrong about Ted, but Willow's a good mm-hmm. friend. She's going to help Buffy find out where Ted works.
1: So Buffy goes, sneaks around Ted's workplace. Ted's apparently like a super achiever at work. He's he is salesman the best at everything.
0: the year. Yeah. Did you like his his spiel on the phone there, Dave? No, Mrs. Lonsdale, it is not an inexpensive piece of software. As a matter of fact, it's a very expensive one, which removes the risk of crashing your whole system. Of course, if you prefer something cheap, I can always recommend... Trust me, you won't be sorry.
1: Uh, it was fine. Whatever. God.
0: But Dave, his software, (sighs) it's going to stop your whole system from crashing.
1: What? Uh, anyway he goes on break and buffy has a chance to snoop around in such a cartoonish way
0: (laughs) so good it's an office dave she meets someone at the water cooler and they chat about office things (laughs) right
1: (laughs) like how ted is going to marry joyce in two months
0: i mean and you're like oh that's the juicy goss around the office that's pretty fast
1: uh pretty awesome what i really liked about this scene is that buffy sees a picture of joyce on ted's desk goes up to it unfolds it and it's a picture of the two of them with yeah. buffy folded over so she can't be seen
0: and, uh, i guess i liked this from like a symbolic thing where yeah yeah he's trying to get rid of her but wouldn't he have just cut it i don't know <laughs> buffy's all horrified by this clearly
1: hates her i love it
0: Uh, he really does because she
1: recognizes the photo right
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah uh,
1: we have an awkward dinner where ted denies the whole engagement thing and joyce doesn't know anything about it either
0: buffy continues to eat nothing Yes. yeah looks good well you know little lady it's not just for looks it's for building strong bodies i I think that clearly ted has not asked joyce to marry him yet which makes this whole two months thing even creepier
1: super creepy yeah Yeah,
0: like he he's gonna give her like a month's notice i i guess if they're eloping then whatever but
1: no this is setting off all the red flags and it's meant to and you're like oh wait no hmm, i don't know about this guy This is, this is no good.
0: Continuing her parent of the year, whole thing that Joyce has going on in this episode, they ask Buffy how she feels would feel if they got married, and she says that she'd want to kill herself. And right. Joyce is like, don't be so dramatic. Go to your room, young lady. As if, you know, this, I mean, admittedly dramatic thing Buffy just said is Buffy being silly and not something that she should maybe be really concerned about.
1: Yeah, those words are not to be taken lightly
0: nope she skates right past him though
1: yep joyce is definitely winning parent of the year (laughs) buffy goes out on patrol to calm down (laughs) but apparently word has gotten around and nobody wants a piece of this anymore (laughs) so she's like sitting on the swings (laughs) calling out to vampires to come and bite her
0: vampires here vampires She's like, I just want to be one of you until near death and then kill you. Until
1: everything feels better inside. So this doesn't work. Her patrol is unsuccessful and she goes back into her room through the window.
0: Oh, damn. I have so many questions about this. How
1: many people are in Buffy's room on like a daily basis?
0: Just everyone. Okay. So I'm Joyce. Uh-huh. My super cool boyfriend, Ted, has been gone for... A long time
1: <laughs> hours yeah. he's
0: been in my daughter's room yeah i think my daughter is in there Mm-hmm. what do i think ted has been doing this whole time
1: well and this is sort of the point where yeah if that's the case then everything's super horrifying but she's literally not thinking about this as we will find out later i suppose so we get a pass on this okay like, she's enjoying a delicious meal right now, or some nice dessert.
0: Maybe Ted pretended to go home and just pulled a Buffy and went back up the <laughs> stairs.
1: Joyce is not a very perceptive human. No,
0: especially when she's all uh, full of that delicious food.
1: hmm Yeah, man. Ted's being very threatening. He's found Buffy's diary. So, yeah, he was just, like, chilling in Buffy's room for, I don't know, a couple hours.
0: Long enough to snoop through everything and find all of her secrets. Everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He asks her what a vampire slayer is. And at this point, I'm like, you need to just pretend to everyone like you are really into D&D. Because <laughs> that makes all of your conversations so easy. Right? You're just like, oh, it's my D&D diary. Yeah, I'm, I'm the vampire slayer in our campaign.
0: Right. This is the thing, too, is that... Yeah, a a girl has written about being a vampire slayer in a diary. Of course, (laughs) that could just be a fantasy. Like, no one is going to take it seriously when Ted's like, oh, Buffy's crazy. She's not crazy. That's ridiculous.
1: Threatens to have her locked away in an asylum, though, which, man, yeah, no, not on the Ted train.
0: He's taking it to the next level, Dave. And then he takes it even further.
1: Because he hits her. Uh, he fully hits her when she tries to stop him from leaving with the diary. And she's like, oh, I'm glad you did that. But we come into our second segment of the evening, Glass Cannon. There's a saying that goes, people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Okay. How about nobody should throw stones? That's crabby behavior. My policy is no stone throwing regardless of housing situation. Don't do it. Yeah. There is one exception, though. If you're trapped in a glass house, <laughs> and you have a stone, then throw it. <laughs> are you an idiot? So <laughs> really, it's only people in glass houses should throw stones.
0: <laughs> provided they are trapped in the house with the stone. It's a little longer, but, you know. Right. So I I thought that we might discuss this for this episode. Okay.
1: We need to have a talk, Michaela.
0: My only defense in this particular instance is that we don't actually know what Ted's relative strength would be. Right. So at this point in the episode, I understand that we think he's a man. Yeah. And when he whacks Buffy and she is pretty hurt by it, you're like, so she's a glass cannon. Yeah. But if... See, I don't know. Am I going to talk about how he's a robot? Yeah, I think I have to start talking about how he's a... what? He's a 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 what? You what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? She's a what? There's
1: a what? He's a what?
0: He's a music man. Oh, i ruined it, as I always do for you, Dave. Right, so could he be a very strong robot? What are the robot rules?
1: He could absolutely be a super strong robot. Right.
0: But... Buffy
1: continues to fight him as though he's a normal person. Why would she not figure out, like, oh, that hurt me. This is not a regular person punching me. This is my question. Is Buffy actually able to take a punch?
0: I'm still not sure because, like, Ford hitting her however many episodes ago seems to hurt her. Mm -hmm. And this has happened many times. Like, everyone is always as strong as her because when they hit her, it affects her. And that's, that's how we're basing... Her strength, right?
1: But maybe she doesn't have all that much constitution. Maybe she can't take a hit. Maybe she can just deliver. Up to this point, I think that's the only thing that we've seen happen, really. So I don't know. I think we've just been operating under a bad assumption that she can take a bunch of hits.
0: It it really seems that way. Because, okay, so there are a lot of problems with this scene. First of all, he's actually kind of lucky that she's a vampire slayer. Because he he hits her in the face real hard. And, like, if she had been a regular person, there'd be a big-ass bruise on her face. Yeah. And, like, that'd be real bad for for good old Ted.
1: Right. So she doesn't bruise. Right. We learned that this episode. She, like, is impossible to bruise. But it is possible to knock her down easily and to have her... Because she, like, makes it seem like she's hurt by it. I don't, uh, I don't know.
0: I mean, I know it's all just what's convenient and I don't like that answer.
1: So sometimes she can take a beating, sometimes she can't.
0: Well, she can take a beating in the sense that she's not going to break any bones, right? Right. And she's not going to bruise.
1: But she is going to get hurt.
0: Or she can maybe get thrown around because she's light.
1: Yeah, Yeah, she's light. But man, mm. if she can just get hurt by all this, that's kind of horrifying. Her life is pain. Ted
0: hits her. And she's like, sweet, I get to hit you back now. Hell yeah. And at this point, she still thinks he's a person. Uh Uh-huh. So she hits him, he gets knocked out of her room. Yeah. And then she doesn't stop. No. And that's where it breaks down for me.
1: Oh, really? Because I think this just continues pretty normally from her reaction to the vampire. Like, she went out tonight to be in a fight, and then she wasn't. She still got all that pent-up rage he just hit her, she can do whatever the fuck she wants.
0: So I guess she's mad, she loses her head, she gets out of control. But, like, he's still, in her mind, a regular person. And generally, you don't kick people when they're standing beside (laughs) stairs.
1: Which is, yeah, (laughs) getting awkward because he falls down some stairs and I was like, oh, he died. And then, no, he actually did. He's dead.
0: Right. And then, I have a lot more problems with this. Okay. Because, okay, Ted's dead. Who's dead. <sighs> dead, baby. Ted's dead. Mm-hmm. I'm a paramedic. I show up at this house. There's a man who's dead. I do some paramedic-y things to, like, make sure. Yep. How good is this robot <laughs> that...
1: <laughs> We're also going to get to this a bit later.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: When the actual reveal happens. Right. But your question is noted.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, let's come back. So let's just pretend that it's all on the up and up. Ted's a dead guy. Everyone believes right. it. The Popo are here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They, they're they asking what happened. Yeah. And, you know, to Joyce's credit, she doesn't immediately give Buffy up.
1: She's going to cover for Buffy. Yeah, she's, ah. she's
0: fully prepared to lie to the police for Buffy. Mm-hmm.
1: He fell down some stairs. <laughs> How did he fall? I don't know.
0: <laughs> but Buffy is a hero. Yeah. She's not going to run from her mistakes. So mm-hmm. she's like, I did this. I yeah. I kicked him, pushed him down the stairs. She cops to the cops. Oh, that's, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't outdo that. Podcast no. done.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she killed him. And we're looking at manslaughter clock at least. You Like, legally, you can't kill someone and then no. have it be fine. Unless it's very extenuating circumstances. So,
0: the, he, she tells the police that he hit her. And this is where we learn that she doesn't bruise very easily. Right. But it really seems like the policeman or detective or whatever he is just, like, doesn't even buy that she could have done this.
1: This was also my sort of thinking. Like... Okay, 16-year-old girl, you aren't bruised in the face, so you, like, you probably did horrible things. He probably didn't even hit you. I'm like, oh man, you are not being very empathetic. Although I guess that's not your job, so.
0: But like, I was kind of getting the vibe of him thinking, Ted's a big guy, Buffy's a tiny blonde girl. Like, he doesn't seem like he thinks that she is strong enough to have pushed him down the stairs and caused this to happen. Oh, yeah. Because then they just let her go, right? Yeah. Like, she's confessed. Yep. And they're like, oh, we're not going to press charges because we don't believe her confession?
1: Yeah. Someone is dead. Huh. (laughs) So at this part of the episode, I actually started liking things because our next scene is Buffy at school being haunted by rumors that are floating around. She's just killed a person. And as we've said, her way of dealing with things is by hitting them. Yeah. Confronting a human monster is such an interesting concept for Buffy. And it plays out really neat in the first half of this episode.
0: It does work really well when she's struggling with this idea of what happens if I accidentally kill a person. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how I felt about that person. Yeah. And she she doesn't have the tools to deal with that.
1: So she killed... The zookeeper, sort of.
0: Right. In the
1: pack. Right. But he was a magic user.
0: <sighs> yeah, she doesn't seem to have any qualms about that.
1: She left Ford to die.
0: Right. So bo- in both of those situations, she sort of... She was not the one who delivered the killing blow. Yeah. She left those people for other people. And I'm not saying that makes it okay. <sighs>
1: really, it's the stairs' fault. <laughs> they c- People don't kill people. <laughs> stairs, stairs kill people.
0: people. take the stairs, cause they're the safe. You only live once, don't let it go to waste.
1: So I'm on board for this. I think that this is gonna be the rest of the episode, and I'm like, that's a really cool hook for an episode. Where just like shit's gone wrong for her, and she has to come to terms with being a hero who can't save everyone and can't solve all of her problems in this way.
0: And you know what? I think if this was the episode. Well, first of all, I would have I would like it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I don't know how Buffy and Joyce could ever recover from that. So no. I see why they can't do that. Yeah. But I think it would be a more interesting episode if that was actually what was happening here. Mm-hmm. So the police have come to talk to Giles, it looks like. Right. About Buffy's behavior and like yeah. is she violent? Okay, why are they talking to <laughs> Giles, the school librarian? Where is Peace Night?
1: do they find all of the weapons that giles has
0: you would think because surely
1: one of those is just laying out and the police can suddenly be like wait a minute no 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 we've got to check this place out (laughs) seems fucking dangerous this
0: librarian has some pretty intense weaponry
1: I think they were talking to all the teachers. Maybe Peace and was interviewed before. I don't know. But yeah, it's kind of weird. The timing is at least very convenient that she shows up when Giles has just gotten done interviewing.
0: Right. And so it could just be a convenience thing. I still think that the school librarian would not be on any list of people they need to talk to a student's behavior about, but
1: yeah, but when they go and talk to anyone about her behavior, they're going to be like, I don't know. I don't talk to her. She is always in the library.
0: Ask ask that librarian guy. They seem pretty tight. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. He's like, don't, you shouldn't be here. Buffy. Like, this isn't good for you. Right. Just go home. And (laughs) Giles is basically planning to go on patrol for her tonight.
1: Oh, he's going to go on (laughs) patrol. I'm so excited. (laughs) He has a line that's something like until Buffy gets back together there is no slayer. Mm. And Michaela, I want you to throw your mind back. <laughs> way back Back as far as you can remember to the, the realms of last week. <laughs> well what was last week's episode about? Does he a actually bit say hard that? of remembering?
0: <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a person named Kendra? But she's back in question mark land. We don't know where she went. Where'd she come from, Dave?
1: No one knows. There has to be a Slayer in the Hellmouth, apparently. But it can't be Kendra, because she's doing important things.
0: But until she showed up, they didn't know she existed? (laughs) <laughs> so this is, is another one of those episodes that feels very out of time. Yeah. Like it, it's just sort of been inserted and it has nothing to do with the overall story of the season. It's kind of yep. like ignoring a lot of things that have happened already in the season other than Xander and Cordy, I guess.
1: Giles and J. Cal need to happen right. around this time. This should have happened before Kendra happened, I think.
0: It does seem, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's something about it is just kind of not right.
1: Because <laughs> for Giles and J. Cal, they need to have only one slayer and for her to be disabled in some way.
0: Right. It's all very important to that plot. And you know what? That plot is itself very important mm-hmm. for the viewers. So I'm fine with it, but yeah, they... They could have at least said something like, oh, and Kendra isn't available. Or like, I couldn't, I couldn't get in contact with her watcher. We
1: can't fly her down from question mark this quickly.
0: Yeah, question mark's pretty far away, as we all know. (laughs) (laughs) It's very remote, Dave.
1: Maybe she's barred from the country after not having a passport last time she tried to leave. God
0: only knows how she left.
1: (laughs) Sometime around here, we find out that all of the food has been drugged that Ted was making. So they take some, like, cookies in for microscoping to find all the drugs in them.
0: You know what, Dave? This episode has something for everyone. It had computer talk. It had science. (laughs) Everyone's angry.
1: (laughs) Yep. How angry did that make you?
0: (laughs) I really liked Xander... He's, he's going on and on about how he's pissed off at Ted, he wants nothing mm-hmm. to do with him, he's gonna go and fight him, or except he's dead, so he missed his opportunity for that. If Buffy has to go to jail because of that creep, I'm gonna lose it. He's gotta be in there, Will. A history of domestic violence, a criminal record. Ooh! Cookies! And then he has a cookie. <laughs> he has, like, a bite of a and cookie. Like, it's cool, man. Don't even worry. Ted's got no criminal record. Damn, this guy's like Citizen of the Year. Don't sweat it. It'll be fine. Don't sweat it? Yeah, cute buddy. We'll work it out. No worries. <laughs> you will. Everything's going to work You're out. my best
1: friend. You're just a little little smart person. You can figure it all out. And then
0: he's gesturing with the cookie. <laughs> and they're like I loved it. Wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> loved it.
0: It was so over the top,
1: but like just to the Uh, right level. It was.
0: Before this, had you figured out that it was the food? No. No. So, and when Xander was waving that cookie around. That was
1: very obvious and it got me right there at the Uh, exact right moment. It's
0: perfect, yeah. Right. It was
1: great. So yeah, Willow microscopes it and it's like, oh no, there's drugs.
0: They go do chemistry, which you know they're doing chemistry because of the different colored liquids she has in beakers. (laughs) (laughs) And then she uses her microscope to find out what kind of molecule is in the cookie dave.
1: <clears throat>
0: yep, sounds pretty reasonable to me. <laughs> uh-huh. After I mean, what, 20 minutes of preparing her solutions. Yep. Super super reasonable. But she's not And she for knows sure.
1: all about this drug. Of course she and, like she's does. got a lot of knowledge. It's real good. It's basically
0: uh, ecstasy. <laughs> Yeah. Is the bottom line.
1: Yeah. Which is great. So all the food is just mildly <laughs> drugged.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: gotta mess you up, man. Having a dinner of that stuff.
0: Woo! Like, that's all Joyce Boy. ate for like a week. <laughs> 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 like, that cannot be good for you.
1: Coming down from that must be such a bitch. Huh. So there's a nice little awkward packing up scene where Joyce is, like, packing up the things that they had as a couple Ugh. or something.
0: Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah? No, no, because what can they say to each other? Where can no. they go from here?
1: It's too fresh, but, like, it's never going to be okay no. that Buffy killed a man down the stairs of their home.
0: Killed a man that Joyce says she loved. Right. Who Buffy did not like like it's it's impossible for them to reconcile this
1: no yeah so that that's that's great stuff i don't know
0: and we're gonna throw that away soon but first (laughs) oh we got so close Michaela. (laughs) first dave uh Cal has picked the worst time in history to apologize to someone
1: (laughs) when giles is out on patrol she figures she'll show up He tries to cross her because crosses are OP. Yeah. And she's like, hey. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a bad time to try to apologize because he's not Buffy and vampires are okay with eating him. So a vamp shows up.
0: He's actively looking for vampires and he finds one, so I guess Mm -hmm. good on Giles.
1: Uh, and they start to have a sort of like shortcut fight scene throughout the rest of this it's happening. A, yeah, that is amazing.
0: It's a lot of struggling. It's mostly <laughs> It's a lot str- of struggling. struggling, and J Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Not being sure if she should shoot her crossbow bolts.
1: Okay. So Giles and vampire are locked in like hand to hand combat. They are together grappling with each other. Mm-hmm. Giles has a cross. He's like trying to defeat this vampire. They're s- struggling over the crossbow or no, they're struggling over something. Giles has dropped the crossbow and his bag of slayer things. <laughs> J. Cal picks up the crossbow and is trying to shoot one of them. I'm like, he brought no stakes. Are you kidding me? He brought no stakes. He did bring stakes. Of
0: course he brought stakes. He's not crazy. <laughs> Which makes this all the better uh, because j Cal's still trying to shoot someone with the crossbow. And you know what, Dave? If you don't have the shot, you don't take the shot. You don't take the shot! <laughs> you don't take the shot.
1: She does not have the shot and shoots Ripper. <laughs> and oh man, it was so funny. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Just like Giles's reaction as he realizes that she just shot him,
0: uh, and you know she feels real bad about this, and he's probably in some trubs now. Except that Giles is a goddamn badass. Yeah, fuck, he's a badass. Um,
1: Ripper is on form. Oh yeah, he crosses the vampire, stakes it, he and then basically the falls bolt over
0: out of yes. himself and uses it to kill the vampire.
1: so good and then collapses gently (laughs) because again he was shot in like the kidneys
0: right but he makes he has a nice little joke about the bolt being stopped by layers of tweed
1: tweed (laughs) (laughs) okay so that was a lot of fun moving on to the very much worst part of this yeah scoobies have found out that ted had multiple previous wives right So there's, like, bad things happening there.
0: They've also discovered where Casa de Ted is. Right. So they're on their way there.
1: Buffy is in her room, about to go out on patrol, or just, like, get out of the house via the window. Because she does. How else do you leave the house? (laughs) But it's nailed shut. (laughs) And I'm like, finally, hide your kids, hide your
0: wives.
1: (laughs) You figured it out. Things are always going through windows here. It's no good. But it's even worse than that. Because Ted's back.
0: And he's in Buffy's room. Which she was just sitting aye, aye, in aye. with the door closed. He's a ninja robot. He's a what?
1: <laughs> Which brings us into our final segment of the evening. Bite my shiny metal
0: ass. Number five, bite. Number four, my. <gasps> Number three, shiny. Number two, daffodil. And Bender's number one most frequently uttered word, the word which, if uttered, will blow up this entire planet, ass. (gasps) We don't have long. Oh, that's a great, great title for this segment.
1: So Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a show about vampires, title. (laughs) Slaying of vampires, also title. Demons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, allegedly. There
1: are some of those, and like supernatural things, but also a shocking number of robots. Yes. So we had Malcolm. Right. Robo demon. Yeah. In the computers. Mm -hmm. Now we've got Ted. Eventually we'll have creepy Buffy Bot.
0: Dude, this ain't going to stop. People in this universe are very good at building very realistic people robots
1: incredibly realistic. So this is what you were talking about where like EMTs couldn't tell that it was a robot, which is insane. Everything about that is insane.
0: It's really crazy. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And him saying that he got up off the table and scared an intern. like, (sighs) Wouldn't they have started to do an autopsy? Yeah, They needed to discover the cause of death. Because there was maybe a murder that happened. Yeah. So again, I, <laughs> someone would have found out that he's a robot.
1: Yeah. I I don't understand why there are so many robots in this show. I really liked, I was looking through the IMDb reviews for this episode, mm-hmm. and one of them, which was like a 6 out of 10, okay, was talking about how one of the negatives of this episode is that as far as this person knows, we don't yet have androids like this. <laughs> And I'm, I'm wondering what world this person is living in where they can accept not being sure whether or not a person around them could be a robot.
0: Well, Dave, if they're this realistic, you wouldn't know. That's the point. Have you like, let's think Uh. about Westworld for a minute, Dave. (laughs) <laughs> How realistic okay. are those robots? Incredible! I'm given to
1: understand very, yes. <laughs> Something about the eyeballs might be different. I don't know. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Cylons? Apparently robots, but they're indistinguishable in every way. How do they not have a good Cylon test?
0: Yeah. yeah okay.
1: So robots. <laughs> robots. Ridiculous concept. Apparently going to happen a lot in this show. And I gotta get used to that.
0: And I think this is a big part of why this episode is disliked. Because there are a lot of things happening that all seem like they could have an interesting conclusion, they have interesting implications, and then we throw all that away, (laughs) Ted's fine, no more police investigation, no more Joyce and Buffy drama, he's a robot.
1: Uh, This could have been such a better two-part episode where this didn't happen.
0: He's a shockingly realistic robot. That's all you need to know about Ted.
1: Okay, so yeah, he manages to knock Buffy unconscious. I, he's, we haven't been keeping track, but this might be like two or three.
0: Well, he's strangling her. Yeah. And then he she gets a nail file in his arm.
1: Uh-huh, which shows his true robot
0: nature. Yeah, and I don't know how this robot was constructed, but <laughs> slashing his arm open seems to have damaged his general <laughs> functioning. <laughs>
1: This, yeah, this is a point that came up when I was watching it. Uh, ah. (laughs) That's an excellent question. Yeah, he starts malfunctioning because of this. And you're like, what? Fine. But otherwise, thank goodness, it's just on his forearm, something that could be covered by a shirt.
0: Right. So then he dispatches with Buffy, however, Uh goes downstairs. Slayer
1: concussion count, three-ish. Right, sure.
0: Something like that. Joyce man her reaction to being shocked to seeing him is so good yes like oh i really felt like she was super shocked i get that she's an actress dave but it was so good she does
1: so well on that (sighs) and sells it exactly as it needs to be sold yeah she's freaking out because he's back and he's like we gotta go man we gotta get the fuck out of (laughs) here like oh go tell buffy
0: yeah She hasn't eaten any of his food in days at this point. So the whole her being very suggestible has really, Mm. really dropped off. It's not working out so well for Ted. I don't
1: know how he thinks this is going to work. Although I guess it's just like physical force is how it's going to work now.
0: That was his plan. He's saying really creepy
1: things and he's trying to abduct her away to his murder lair.
0: Dave, I think this goes back to your earlier segment. Because he, in order to comfort Joyce, he tells her, "Daddy's here."
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> At which point that
1: was the worst. I
0: started vomiting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh really? My vomit noises were reserved for earlier when they were talking about computer hardware.
0: Oh, uh, good. I've got
1: vomit noises. That's one of the things in my notes. Yeah.
0: No, this is where my vomiting was. Uh, this was worse Fair. for me than the uh, the chemistry. Oh yeah,
1: it's far worse. Uh-oh. I didn't know what was coming. <laughs> She's getting wise that he, nothing is quite good here, so he just knocks her out. He throws her against the wall.
0: Oh no, the joyous and concussion count, Dave.
1: Yeah, that that starts at one. Yeah, but Buffy's back up and she kicks the ever loving shit out of him.
0: Does she use the cast iron skillet that he was making his mini pizzas in?
1: Yes, Ah. it was a big deal Ah. that the cast iron skillet Ah. was how you make mini pizzas. I thought she would address it in like a Bond one liner, but she doesn't. I was sad. Like a Uh, skillet
0: pun? I see what you wanted her to do there.
1: Or just like always use cast iron or something. But yeah, knocks the fuck out of him with this uh, skillet. And then what, knifes him, I think?
0: Well, at that point, his face is all slashed open. Yeah,
1: he looks like a robot. This episode, though, loose threads like what? Like, (laughs) is she being charged? Is Joyce going to go to the police and be like, my boyfriend's back, but he's insane and I need a restraining order?
0: Right, so I, I like to think that they cleared up the whole Buffy being charged by the police thing by saying that someone saw him get up and walk away. Yeah. Because then there's some intern who's going to be like, yo, that guy's not actually dead. Although right. Buffy did still attempted murder him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the police detective was so patronizing. A girl <laughs> couldn't try to murder someone, Dave. Come on. Fair. I don't know. I got nothing.
1: <laughs> We've got like a scene between Joyce and Buffy uh. where... They're like, oh, everything's back to normal between us. But I hope that Ted guy never comes back.
0: Yeah. And Joyce, well, she says that she's worried, but then she's, she's just not that worried. You know? No. Yeah. They found the, the all of Ted's previous wives, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah.
1: He had like four previous yeah. wives. Literally skeletons in the closet. Yeah.
0: Literally. <laughs> oh, that
1: was great. Yeah. Xander just sees them, shuts the closet <laughs> door. Let's
0: go. We need evidence. We got it. What's in there? His first four wives.
1: <gasps> and they peace.
0: Uh, and yeah, that's it's all tied tied right up there, Dave. No problems here. <laughs> no? <sighs> you begged it to.
1: T- <laughs> uh, well, we've got a nice little button on the episode. Yeah, like he's convicted of killing his previous wives. Or I don't know. He's super old. He's a robot from the 50s, they figure out.
0: Yeah, the original Ted, his first marriage would have been in the 50s, I think. Yeah. And so then they think to themselves, he would have built the, the robot Ted close after it." this.
1: Which is just so... Okay, whatever. Button on the episode, because we need to finish this up. Buffy's talking about how, like, I don't know, old people shouldn't date or something. And then walks into the library and swiftly walks out because J. Cal and Ripper are making out on school property.
0: Yep, in the middle during
1: work hours. of the
0: library. They couldn't go to the utility closet like normal people. (laughs) Like respectful
1: people. (laughs) Giles's office.
0: Then I thought to myself, this is how few students come to the library. (laughs) Right. They they don't give a shit about just macking it right in the middle of the library because they know only (laughs) the Scoobies will potentially see them and they don't give a shit about that.
1: And I like it because they clearly heard the Scoobies like open the door, right? (laughs) But just do not pause.
0: Nope. Zero fucks given. So that's
1: our episode. Yeah. It was good up until it turned out it was a robot.
0: And that's just it. I think the fact that it's a robot ruins literally everything.
1: Yeah. If no, he what you're saying, been
0: something mystical, I would be more mm-hmm. on board. Oh yeah. Yeah, no,
1: I hate the fact that it's a robot yes. specifically. I think
0: that is why it is so hated, because it's just there's too many questions that aren't answered, <laughs> and trying to do something like this is gonna create more problems.
1: But next episode's going to be good, right, Michaela?
0: <laughs> next right? episode is called Bad Eggs.
1: Uh, oh, man. I would so love it if there was the mantis eggs coming back. Ah,
0: yo, that'd be Whoa. way better than this. So, that'd be so good. Okay. I'm going to set it up for you. Mm-hmm. There are two vampires who come to town known as the Gorch Brothers, who are Western <sighs> vampires.
1: Oh, no. So they
0: show up and... <sighs> That's that's one of our storylines. The other storyline is that Buffy and her friends get uh, are given eggs in health class to take care of of as if they were children.
1: Oh no! How are these
0: things related, Dave? We'll find out.
1: I hate the fact that they're called the Gorch Brothers, <laughs> and then you're like, and they're Western. I'm like, of course they are. <laughs> well, like, they're not gonna have a when name. When have like... you ever? <laughs> yeah. You don't have someone from the Maritimes called Gorch. Oh, God. Okay. What was your favorite ep- favorite outfit from this episode, Michaela?
0: It's that, like, red lace mm. combo mm-hmm. shirt over shirt thing. Like, I'm not even... I would wear that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's amazing, Dave. I'm all about it. <gasps>
1: cool. <laughs> well, if you'd like to get in contact with us about anything we said over the course of the show, you can reach out on email. That's beyondvanu.hellmouth at gmail.com, which is in the show notes below. If you want to reach out personally to either Michaela or I, you can check in with us at Foursquare. I'm at mayor of this place, Michaela.
0: I'm at the troll under the bridge. Nice, and make sure to hashtag
1: those check ins, welcome to the Hellmouth, so we know you came from the show. Until next time, fare farewell from the Hellmouth.
0: Mouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hellmouth? No. Hellmouth. Hell no. no.